So the topic for today is going to be the meaning of love. And what we want to dissect is from both the parent and child perspective, um, considering that there's so many lives out there, so many different um, elements that are happening in the background that it would be really helpful uh, for the both of us to really nitpick both sides of it, the parent, the child, sex, whatever the case may be, but at the same time, just really related to our experiences. And how, how does that work? Meaning of love. When you say love, it's a feeling, but there's so many things that could, could really show love. And how is it that we can do that? Yeah. Yeah, when, you know, when you sent that, and even now as you're saying it, um, I realized the complexity of it. Because when you think about it in the surface level is, yeah, I'm a child. You know, I mm-hmm. sometimes you'll say, Un- I unconditionally love my child. Of course I love Yes, my child. yes. When you think of it as, what does that mean? Right. What does that mean to you? What does it really mean to you? Yeah. What does it mean to your child? There, it's, it's, it's different. You know, that like when you start to think about the, the breaking that up into what it means to you, then our past, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, my mm-hmm. past goes into it. Then yes. it's like, well, what I learned about, what did I learn about love? You know, mm. growing up, how, you know, of course I love my child, which doesn't always mean I like my child. You know, like <laughs> there, yes. there are times where I, I, of course I solid have that love, which to me, the meaning of like, what does it mean? It means, um, it means I'm there for you. It means I'm going to be loyal mm. to the end. It means, and, and, but some of that, even as I say this, is due to what I didn't have in mm, love mm, as a child, mm, you know? So it's like my translation of the meaning of love is going to be different than my kid who has mm, a shorter history. Yes, yes, no, you and know? that's a great way of seeing it. <laughs> Just the, the span of life of your child and their recognition and the, their maybe even like conditioning of whatever parenting ideas that you gave to them and how they interpreted it is so different from when you grew up back in the day um, and just, just the lifestyle back in the day, you know, could, it, it's, it's so hard to distinguish. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'd love to hear yours. You know, and I, what I love about this is I purposely didn't think, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'll right. say, no, like we're, I'm going to dissect this live, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. going to like yes. go yes. through what I, what, I, what that meaning is for me live. Um, yeah. So, uh, like for yeah. you, what's, what's, what is it? Yeah. And it's, it's really just relaying my, my own experiences of, of how I um, thought this through of how is it that I'm able to give love. Because the feeling, the idea of the feeling of love is is there, but what I've been experiencing is different. So, for one, is I look into their eyes when I'm with them. I look into their soul, and what I do is I, I don't pause. I, I strictly, whenever they're, they're talking to me, I look into directly into their eyes, and from there I can I can I, I'm able to connect in a way that relates to them. At the same time, I'm hearing what it is they're trying to tell me. Mm. And when I'm hearing what they tell me, 
I can relate to their story and things come up from the past that they may have said something and I'm able to tie to their story. When I'm able to tie something to their story, they can relate to what I'm saying. And thus the conversation goes. When the conversation goes, they're able to be like, okay, dad's here with me. So that's, that's one aspect of love that, you know, just like I said, being present with them to the end, that's really what it is being present um, to the end. So for you, the meaning of that love is mm. the meaning of the love for my child is, is my action in connecting deeply with them and being right. present with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does that come from like, does that come from what you didn't get as a child and, and needed or what does that meaning of, of your love come from? Mm, right. And that's, and that's a great one because yeah, I, I, I could say that it, it ties into my past of not receiving that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, um, you know, once I kind of did the work to recognize that that happened, I kind of went into the intention of how is it that I can flip that. Mm-hmm. So you, I could relate it, but at the same time, it's like each and every experience that I get with them makes a different outcome that not, yeah. not necessarily ties it back to the past. So in a way, it kind of cuts off once that recognition sets in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for me, you know, the meaning of the love that I give my child, you know, it's their children. Um, but I do actually think, you know, you love each one differently. Like, it's just because they're unique, different people. Um, Right. But besides the things of, as your mother, of course, I I take care of you. I take care of your physical self. I I feed you. I clothe you. I I do the things, you know, to to present as, you know, the best childhood that you you can get. I protect you. You know, like, those Mm -hmm. those are things that are part of my role as their parent the love part though the part where it's like all right but what is the meaning of the love like what how how do i if i was to summarize in one component what my love meaning is it would it would be loyalty it would be the and 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 i have definitely instilled this in my kids where they they're absolutely no um I'm, I got your back <laughs> at any time, yeah. at any moment. Um, you are never going to be alone. You're never going to feel that you're alone. You're never going to feel that you don't have somebody that is um, there for you, you know, in, in any way. Uh, right. And right. that to me is how, how I experience love. Mm. Um, both ways, you know, right. how I give love yeah. uh, and how I feel love mm. is, is comes into that, that loyalty of you can mess up. Right. I still got your back. You know, you can, right. <laughs> you can, you can do great. Great. I have your back. You know, like I am there for you, no matter what happens, I'm there for you. And that's and that's perfect because I, I, I really enjoy the fact that you're 
in spite of like all of the mistakes that will happen because they will happen is what I want to add to that as well. It's like, for me, it's like when they make mistakes, I always try and take it, kind of walk a certain line with them to kind of show them that, Hey, while you still made this mistake, there's things that you can improve in yourself that could, you know, maybe so that way it won't happen again. So it's always kind of coming off as a, a learning lesson in a way, but at the same time, showing that love and respect for them and, and maybe even the curiosity to learn. Um, and just by showing and speaking that to them, they, they feel that sense of connection and trust building. So they'd be willing to talk even more. And how you also mentioned how you give love. Um, it's, I, I share the same idea, like the way I show love to their mother you know, is, is a very different aspect of how I show love to them as well. You know, because when, when I speak to, to my wife, I speak to her as my wife and the kids see that say, Oh man, that's, that's uh, <laughs> talking like, like to mom, you know, and, and that's what I want to show. It's like, Hey, I love your, mm. your mother so much in a way that I can talk openly and honest in front of you guys. But at the same mm. time, it's, it's not, an, it's not in a disres disrespectful way. It's, it's, it's more in a lighthearted, laughing, loving way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. somebody waking up yeah yeah i believe the wife just got home too so <laughs> you heard i'm trying to mute at the same time you don't have to mute <laughs> yeah. I, I recognize that nap waking time <laughs> oh right yeah yeah it has a certain tone and ring to it right? yes <laughs> it's like what have i been doing all this time i was supposed to be playing you yeah. me into this nap uh, I know, man. You left me all alone. It was so funny. Come on, Dad. Set me up. You got to set me up better. <laughs> oh. I. What do you think the meaning? And now I am. I am so absolutely going to ask each of my kids yeah. this question. Yeah. But what do you think the meaning of love is for the mm. child? For the child. So you're saying coming from the child's perspective, mm -hmm. if I were to try and go there. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's that's a that's a good one. Um because I'm really trying to place myself in their, you know, in their body, right? If I were to mm -hmm. think and feel like them, if I were to see my parents every single day, and if I understood that they love me, maybe. How is it that I, I show my love to my parents? Um, I think it's the, from what I experienced, at least with my two-year-old, it's his uh, self-dependence, mm -hmm. his willingness to have this uh, sort of curiosity to really just be himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if he can openly be himself and show his love in a way that is in his on his level of understanding, the way he cooperates, the way he talks, like the, the way he doesn't hold himself back, you know, and fully express himself in a way that's 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 that holds himself in a certain way. So, there's there's really no words I could say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know I know what we're trying to get at. Mm -hmm. And I can't really describe it. It's really through the actions, like like how they respond to certain things. It's if they're responding in in, in a way of love, there's no harsh reactions to it, right? Mm -hmm. There's no tugging. There's no resistance.
distance. Um, and even if, if he's just leaning on me and like he, he would smell my neck all the time because I smell him all the time and I, and I would kiss him all the time so much. So like my nephew would ask me, he's like, why do you kiss him? I'm like, what do you mean? Why do I kiss him? I kiss him because he's, he's my, I love him, you know? And I think it's just through those like daily activities of really being present, going back to what I was saying, it's like being present. They're really um, allowing themselves to be themselves, you know, in, in a way that they, they know, they know themselves, like they don't have to hold back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think uh, um, that aligns with how I believe my children, um, their meaning of love would be, which I'm definitely going to ask them, uh, which yeah. is going to be really interesting to hear their answers. But yeah, I think it's in the safety. You know, mm. I think children desire to love their parent because sad but yes. true. And I always, I always hesitate, you know, given this example, but it is true. A child, a child that is, is abused mm. still wants his parent, still wants mm. his mother, still wants his dad. Like they still mm. prefer them despite the abuse. There's this raw desire to love their parent. Right. And, the meaning of love, I believe, from for my children, at least I'll speak on, is that safety. Mm. The safety of I can be who I am and she's still gonna love me. You know, like, right. <laughs> like right. it's built in that right. she will love me. And I think children desire that I will be loved no mm. matter what. I will be loved. Yes. And they want that, you know, like I did, um, I did a, a podcast when DMX died and, yeah. you know, and a lot of people don't know his history in terms of how abused as a child he was, you know, by mm. his mother to the point where she even broke his teeth, for example, mm. all his life, he wished for her love. All right. You know, right, right. Like, even in his, in you know, like I think it was two years before he died, he still was in tears saying, all I wanted was to be loved. And I think the meaning of that was I wanted that safety and protection. I wanted that acceptance of who I was, you know. Um, to Into a child, is they're not asking for much with that. I think their love is pure. You know, their, their love doesn't have that history that, that us as adults have, you know, they're fresh. <laughs> they're like yeah. fresh in the world. You know, even my 16 year old, she still only has 16 years in this world, which have mm-hmm. been in, in a home, you know, like it's not like she's out living life. She's 16. Right. She's still been a child in, in a home. And so to a child, I feel like that's, they have the source of the purest love. They do. They're not. They're not asking for much of a person. You know, they 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 want to be accepted. They want to be safe, and you know, they want that protection. Hmm. They do, um, and yeah. yeah, and that's what I was like. I was saying like uh, when I was like, what I love to do is really to look into their eyes because as I look into the eyes of my two year old, I I see exactly what you mean with the idea of they're just so pure. You know, like you don't you don't feel any sense of, you know, bad things coming from this child because they're so pure and they only want to love. That's the only thing they know. Mm -hmm. 
And me as a parent, as, as I recognize that, it, it only allows me to, to really want to love them more. Yeah. You know, because I know they're trying to give me so much and why, why as a parent would I want to take that away from them? Yeah. You know, especially with all the things that I deal with on a daily basis, I, I can see myself, you know, slipping. I can see myself saying things that I don't want to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're, they're only wanting to say, hey, dad, let's get back to how you loved me prior to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it, um, it, it hurts me sometimes when I think about it like that. Um, but knowing that I can recognize that and move forward and still say, hey, you know, I made a mistake. But yeah. this is through my actions. You know, this is how I want to show love to you. And let's go from there. You know, their love is so pure that they, they're so easy to, or they're so willing to just forget. Right. You know, I, I, there's been times when, when I feel like, yeah, I didn't parent the way I wanted to parent. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it, it bothers me, you know, and I, I want to clear that out. You know, <laughs> it's like, right. I want you to know what, what I said or how I said it or how I didn't listen Mm-hmm. Um, was not appropriate, and um, and I want you to know that I should have done, you know, this and this, and that's what I want to do, and mm-hmm. and and they're so like okay, you know, like they <laughs> <laughs> right here I am, but but no, but listen, like I yeah. I didn't react the right way, like right, okay, you're fine. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. they're so, it's just oh, such a pure, pure form of love where it's like, I, mm-hmm. I, I forgive you. Like, yeah, uh, you're fine. You know, they yeah. give us so much, they give children, give us so much more grace than mm-hmm. we give ourselves. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, they just, they're, they're like, all right, you're good. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. like, you're good. You're, you'll do better. You're fine. <laughs> if, we, <laughs> yeah. if we if we could have that inner voice, you know, where mm. we're because that's the other part is we're talking about the meaning of love, you know, for our children and mm. <clears throat> the meaning of love from the parent perspective, the meaning of love from the children's perspective, but the meaning of love for us, because you know, when when a baby's born, they expect to be loved, like they expect to have their needs met. And when right, your knees right. are not met, they're going to let you know, like, I'm, I'm going to cry right now. And you're right. not going to like it. Like your biological signals are going to perk up and you will take care of, it. you know, like they, right, right, right. they, they have that, that expectation. And um, unless proven otherwise, they expect to be taken care of and secure and safe. Mm. Um, but for us, you know, when as an adult, we have, our, our childhood, or we have our adolescent yeah. years and our adult years that are all being stacked up. Mm-hmm. And that love that we're wanting to give to our child, you mm-hmm. know, the meaning of that love that we're wanting to give to a child, mm-hmm. how do we give it to ourselves? Too? Oof. Oh, you man. know, because if we're not, when I talk about the meaning of love for me to my children is in, in that loyalty in the, mm. I will be your consistent person who will always be mm. there for you, no matter what you do. And they will test me on this, by the way, they, <laughs> they will, will. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> they will even like ask me examples. Well, what if I, uh, oh, you know? <laughs> right. We're just like, look, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Am I loyal to myself? 
you know, Oof. like am I showing that when I'm doing my own, because I have my, my things, I'm, I'm nowhere <laughs> near a perfect human being. So when I'm, when I'm talking myself down, when I'm talking myself, um, oh, you know, everything is, everything's not going to work out or this or that, or you could have done this. Is that loyalty? You know, like that's not loyalty right. to me, you know? So right, right. it's like, if when we're, if we're wanting to give this to our children, as a parent, a lot of times I feel like it's easy to forget that love has to be given to self. That's exactly. where it becomes strong. That's where it becomes authentic. That's where it comes from a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. You know, is is when you're giving that to yourself first so that you're outpouring it to your child. Yes. Yes, that's that's exactly the route that I would have wanted to take anyways, it's, it's always has to come to back to self because when you're able to clear yourself up in, in a way that is very forgiving, like you mentioned forgiveness, like if that's the number one thing is if we're able to forgive ourselves in a way that allows for love to come from us in a way that allows love to come from our true nature that our children already are trying to show us you know, love plus love, that relationship, that, that dynamic will only flourish tenfold, mm. you know, and, you know, people will feel it too. Like, like you walk around, like if you were to show your family and bring them out in, in, in a space of love, you know, people are going to actually feel that and be like, you know, I don't sense anything wrong with this family. What, what am I, what am I thinking? What am I, what's going on here? And that's, I think, with love, when you're able to just hold that space, have that unconditional love, being present, having some laughter, a little humor, you know, a little lightheartedness so that they know you're not, you're not taking stuff too seriously, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to show them that, hey, this is, this is a certain way of being. Once I'm taking care of myself, you can really learn how to just be, just be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, children coming from that space, they're, they're like the most powerful teachers, you know, especially to me. And, you know, I'm really thankful for, the, for that recognition in itself. It's like when you're seeing your children as your teachers, because they'll tell you straight up, hey, dad, you're doing this wrong. Wow. Yeah. You told me I shouldn't be doing this, but you're doing this. I'm like, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have no they're, they're they're the most honest teachers you know mm-hmm. and yeah. i can only respect that <laughs> they notice those details they do they do so they notice those details yeah mm-hmm. in fact okay i'm probably gonna get some heat for this i don't know but <laughs> actually i'm not because i think i'm gonna link the article on npr Okay. Uh, about about this topic, <laughs> yes. but I sometimes use um, curse words. Yeah, you know, once in a great while. Actually, every day. I oh use yeah. Curse words. Oh yeah. And um, and my kids have always asked me. They're like, "Why? Why can't we say them? Like you're saying them? You know, mm. like why can't mm. we say them?" Mm. And um, I. I remember early on being like, you know what, that is a good point. Like, it is just a word. It is an adjective, you know? I mean, society might be considering it 
not appropriate, but it is an adjective. That's all it is. It's a flavor to your words. Right, right, um, right, right. Flavor. So I I was, like yeah, a little flavor. So I was actually okay with the children using certain words. I mean, not all of the big, the vocabulary, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the common words right. nice. at home. Um, my, um, their dad was not, their dad was like, whoa, I mean, no. Cause even jerk is a bad word. You know, Ooh, right. Right. Like, you, no. right. Um, so I didn't, even when we divorced, I honored the fact that for him, that was not appropriate, mm-hmm. um, until they got a little older. So now, because they kept bringing it up, uh, and then NPR backed me up. I was really happy by this because <laughs> they had a uh, a guest speaker who wrote a book on um, swear words and found in 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 words, just words in general. And mm. he he brought up the point of that I just made. Like it is just a word, you know. Mm. Like it's not society mm. labels it as like <gasps> you know, but yet most people mm. use it. You know, so after mm. that article came out, I was like, okay, <clears throat> you guys hear the worst you can say. You so straight up nice. I love it. No, I like, hear the words you can say. This one, yeah. I think they're, they're three, you know, and I'm not going to say them obviously yeah. here, but they're, right, this right. one, this one, and this one. Um, they're like, mm. really? I'm like, yes, because they had called me out on that. They were like, but you right. can say them. And what am I going to say? Well, I'm an adult and I can say them. Like, it's mm-hmm. still a word. It's, it's like, if I can say right. them, you should be able to say them. So uh. they've been, I will I will report to you that they have actually been really enjoying this. <laughs> it's like, no, as, as they should, as they should, because they're like, whoa, we're stepping in mommy's space right <laughs> And, and, and they, so yes, uh, you they know? even correct each other because <laughs> my um the one thing I, I did say was you should use it in context. You mm-hmm. know, like there like you um, you know, like yeah. you should use it in context, not just to say it, you know, like it should right. it should be in 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 a flow. So right. the little right. one Jose at one point was just like so he was just like you know throwing things out and the 14 year old was like no nico like you say it when you know he's like telling me yeah so but but the point i I went in that that whole side but the point was that yes children will call you out and i think it is important to uh if you can't back up why they yeah. can and you can't, you know, you can and they can't, then you need to question, mm. you know, where where your guideline is coming from. Oh, that's perfect. I, and I love it too, because I can feel the sense of openness that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, because in a way, like just like with any anything that you try and hold back, whether that be, you know, just like you're holding something back from them or it's, it's a lie. And and you feel that in yourself, right? And it just mm-hmm. kind of holds you down. And it, depending on how long that goes for, you know, that'll be sticking with you. So now that you've given them a, a small, you know, funnel to to express themselves in a way that you express yourself. Yeah. You know, I think that's really admirable to and, you know, kind of bold in a way. And at the same time, it kind of garners their respect for you as a mother. It's like, wait, mm-hmm. you know, she, she she's she respects my opinion enough to give us the opportunity to speak our minds on this. And it's, it's more of a working relationship. Yes, and, it gave them autonomy, yeah. you know, to what yeah. and, and ownership to what they 
the, you know, because like, like how you're raising your kids, you know, and, and the parents, anyone who listens to our podcast is, is, is this kind of parent. It's the, the parent who values right. the child, you know, who sees the child right. as a whole being, as a person, not to be controlled, mm. and not to be molded into, mm. I need you to be, but as a person, mm. um, yeah. I think when, when a child sees you also doing that, where they're like, yeah, mom, yeah. Uh, I could have told you five years ago that that rule made no sense. You know, like <laughs> uh, it wasn't logical, yeah. you know. Um, and sometimes I think we do lie to ourselves because there's the should, the shoulds, you know, uh, what we're supposed to. Right. Uh, and we give these explanations. And uh, one of the best things I've, I've done, you know, when, when especially when I catch myself on it, is question it. Yeah. And just be like, if it keeps coming up more than once, am I right? You know, like, mm. does it actually make sense? Mm. Or do I need to actually listen to my little teacher who's yeah. telling me, no, this isn't right. right. And right. back to like our topic of, of, of love, you know, it's like that is a way to, to experience that love. Of mm. I was heard, you know, um, I've been given a safe space. Um, and I'm protected and for me to say, and I'm loyal to you because that's how I experience love. You know, mm. I, I'm actually listening to you. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. They just want to be heard. And I want to add on to that too. It's like what I've been experiencing with my seven-year-old is I kind of created my own character of him within myself, mm. you know, like how, what does that mean? So, yeah, so what I do is I speak like him, mm. I use his own vocabulary, mm-hmm. I, I sound like him, but only to him. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't make it in a public scene to where it could be misconstrued as me mocking him. Mm-hmm. I, I speak like him, like I, I, I try and tie things to things that he only knows, that I know, and sometimes I try and one-up him in that way. So it kind of creates a somewhat back and forth in a very welcoming manner. So that's what I mean, like speaking like him, like I, I, I don't use any fancy words. I, I, try and, I try and use his own vocabulary. Like sometimes I have like, a, like I don't write it down, but it's, it's just I remember things that he says on repeat. Mm-hmm. And when I'm able to speak to him in that way, the, the conversation just kind of flows like this. Like mm. we can talk about things like I don't I don't have to know exactly what he knows. But if I know the the concept of it, the context, and I can ask questions that could pivot off of it, of, of his ideas and, and still have some sort of relationship to it. He he recognizes that and he just constantly talks and talks and talks into. Mm. And when I when when we're done talking, it's like he's so out of breath. I just like, all right, Dad. I'll see you later. I'm like, all right, see you. you know what I'm saying? And he mm-hmm. is like, he talked himself through everything, mm-hmm. and and there wasn't any judgment in it. It was just like a, a you know a, an act together that we kind of a play, and it just makes for an easier type day. It's it's like mirroring, right? Yes. It sounds like like mirroring. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> maybe that's 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 what it means. But I just I just kind of picked that up because a lot of times I couldn't relate to him. Like when mm-hmm. he would bring up things like, "Hey, Dad, this video game that I played, you know, two months ago." Like this is what I think about it. So you know, I, I'm I'm already lost. So I lose mm-hmm. him already, and he lost me. 
So there's no, there's no connection there. But as soon as I picked up, hey, I don't have to know everything he knows, but if I can speak the way he speaks and he can pull me into his conversation, that'll just show that, hey, he's actually interested in what I have to say. Mm, that is actually, um, have you heard of NLP? I, I have, I have, but I, I haven't researched in, in so much. Yeah, well, you're doing it naturally. That's, that's mm. one of the um, techniques with, which oh. is, um, is, is a mirroring and matching. Mm. Um, and, and it is just, it, it, it works because the person, you're, they're hearing their language. Yes. Um, they're hearing that relation in terms of this person seems to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. And through that mirroring, you actually do get to understand yeah. what, what they're yeah. talking about. Because the more that, that um, you mirror a person, the more they, they're, they're able to open, you know, yeah. to open up and to discuss. Just like how he will talk and talk and talk. He's like, my dad gets me, you know, yeah, like yeah, he gets yeah. what I'm talking about. And yeah. you actually do get him because right. he gets to talk more. Um, that is, yeah, I love that. That's yeah. brilliant. No, and it works so fun. And, you know, just the way we have our conversations, uh, I, I pause for maybe long periods of time after he, you know, after he says something. So that way we have that space again. So it's not mm -hmm. just a constant you know, back and forth of information, there's still that, hey, I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. Maybe let's try and dissect what it is you said. So, because that in itself allows for a different conversation, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to go off of information, but once you connect and pivot off some sort of data or information, it's it's a different conversation. It's like, um, like the word that, the two words, maybe three words that come to mind are, the soft landing spot, mm. you know, it's like you're, you're leaning back right. and letting and letting him you use his language. You, you use his words and then you lean back yeah. and then he feels that safety does. of he's present. I can take my time talking to him. He's not going anywhere. He's actually right. listening to me. He's engaging with me in that connection mm. and I feel safe to talk to him when and for how long I want to. Right. It's such a beautiful gift. It is. A child. It is. And and they really they really appreciate it too because when they're able to open up in a way that they know there's no restrictions, there's no boundaries, you know, they they really open their hearts to you. Mm -hmm. You know, in a way that you you literally have your their hearts in your hand and you can, you know, just show them the positive way of, of speaking and you know just your tone if it's if it's a certain way the way you look at them every every single thing that you control within yourself and they see that they absorb that like wildfire hmm. you know and it, it just makes their life so much easier because they can still express themselves in society they can mm -hmm. still express themselves coming from a place of expression and when they're able to do that they're able to experience they don't they won't experience shame guilt fear the way they used to yeah. and that and that really helps them they know you know like with that example it's like he knows the world as providing him space mm -hmm. you know and he will claim that space as he should um because through 
you know, I work with parents and we're, we're working a lot through like inner child healing in this often uh, I'm not enough. I can't ask for what I need or want. I don't deserve what I need or want. Mm. And what he's learning is, yes, I deserve what I need and want. And I receive what I need and want. And it's right. given to me. And he will grow up in that, in that mindset of, I am able to take space. I was in, um, was listening to men talking and they were talking about um, divine masculinity mm. in a group. You know, they were talking about divine masculinity. And what I heard as they were talking, they were covering the topic and their experiences. But what I heard as they were talking was their, the work, you mm. know, the past experience from you didn't just get here. This didn't just happen. You had a mm. past. And in that past, uh, in the work that you did through that past, allow you to be here, where, where you mm. can have this voice, where you can express yourself mm. and you can claim your power. And, right. um, and I was saying that to them, you know, like acknowledging that. I was saying, I, I want to affirm the, the work you have done for that. And one of the men said, I grew up not real not 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 receiving the space to claim my power mm. and and sometimes i question if i if i actually can take the space mm. and and your words are reminding me yes i can now for your child who's learning i i receive that space yeah i how much, how many years and how much work is being saved, oh, you know, because he's seeing that he can take that space, you know, and that's how yeah. he knows the world to be. Yeah, exactly. And I'm saving myself time as well as a parent, mm -hmm. as, as a father, as a human being, not having to work through their work, you know, to, to kind of undo what mm -hmm. I did as a parent. You know, mm -hmm. so it really just comes back to me again. It's funny how that works. It's like everything that I do, that I give, you know, always comes back to me. If I do something bad, something bad will come back to me. If I do something good, which is what I want to do, especially with my children, and only good things can come back to me. And, you know, I can't imagine the amount of giving that they're going to give me as they continuously mm -hmm. grow and mm -hmm. they recognize that, you know, they, they can do whatever it is they desire. And yes. knowing that we'll be there as parents, knowing that, you know, we'll teach them, we'll guide them. And, you know, like you said, <laughs> the, the world is your oyster. Mm -hmm. The world is your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> so is theirs. So is theirs. I yeah. just, that's the part that I love so much about this kind of parenting is I get joy out of knowing my child, you, my child, your path is smoother. You know, yes. your view of the world is better. You know, your sense of security is stronger. That's mm. sovereignty. You yes. know, that, like, that's sovereignty. And I will say, especially for people of color, I will say, especially for people of color, is if we break those cycles, 
you know, if we break those cycles with our children, their path is stronger. Mm. And, and that's where I get my joy. You know, that's where I get like, yeah, I, I'm working through all this stuff. Um, so that my child does not need to. I always, I get to. Mm. Oh no, you're, you're <laughs> making you're making me. You're, I've gotten goosebumps how many times to this conversation, and, yeah. and it only makes sense because yeah. what we're, what we're speaking about is is really a new world, you know. A new world. This mm-hmm. is this is literally a new world because if we're able to clean ourselves in a way that you know leads our children into a clearer state of mind. So that they can function in society in a way that benefits all of the world, you know. Just you can imagine the ripple effects that'll that'll take that'll come of it. And a lot of people experience only goodness that comes from you know the the children who are raised in a way that space is given to them. Yes, mm. it is. It is. It's liberation. It's sovereignty. It's power. Is it's a ju- a new generation? Yeah. You know. Um, it's a new generation, and I find that I find that fascinating. I find it mm-hmm. worth it, worth yes. it, and then some. You know, like it is yeah. like worth it, exhilarating, worth it. Yes. Um, which you know, I, at times I've written, you know, like on my Instagram, I, I write you know, sacred, it's sacred work, and mm-hmm. I've gotten messages before where people will ask me, "What is you know, like what do you mean by sacred work?" This is what I mean by sacred. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really hard to put it in context, and sometimes unless you're really talking about it, you know, straightforward. Like what we're talking about is is not daily parenting stuff. This is like long term. This is what we're what we're feeling and and really trying to envision for our children. It's really not. It's not that the past principles of of, of how we should or shouldn't raise kids. It's just 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 being there for our kids. Mm-hmm. No rules. Just just allow them to be themselves. Yeah, and they will when they're allowed to be themselves, which is you know a, a great form of love. Be yourself. Be safe in right. being yourself, because that's what they're getting. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're getting the safety yeah. of being yourself. This you are allowed to be yourself. You know, and I will. I love that yeah. part. I love the part that you're allowed to be themselves. But when they're getting that. I do believe that also reflects back to them of the love for themselves as they realize yes, their autonomy, yes, as they realize who yes. I am. And society comes at them, you know, yes. and starts to at one point tell them, here's how you think should be, you know, which does happen as they get into the preteens and teen years and society's trying to tell them, no, this is how you should be. This is how you should look. Um, when they have that foundation of, I'm safe, I'm accepted, you know, giving grace. Yeah. Uh, you, it's like like the um, super woman, you know, like, poo, poo. You yeah. know, like, it's just going out, like, it's just all being knocked out because, yeah, yeah some, yeah. at times, some of it might penetrate, but the majority of that is not gonna because right. that's just not how they experienced life. You're right. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a mechanism that protects them from what's going to come at them. Because they have that solid foundation of what love is like, what love for my parent is like, what love to my parent is like, Mm -hmm. and what love for myself is like. Mm -hmm. Perfect. 
And and I, I want to say that I, I do experience that because let's be honest with social media these days, like even kids nowadays, that society is already coming at them mm-hmm. in a way that is, is very different from when we used to experience it back in the day when it was more physical. Yeah. So a lot of it nowadays is very mental. So my, my son, Ethan, he, he plays Roblox, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. Uh, yeah, and, and Roblox, you know, can be good or can be bad, depending on the experience with it and the way my son sometimes interacts with people, you know, and sometimes there's online bullying, let's be honest, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's there. And he he recognizes that and I, I you know, I allow him to play it. And then I, I just ask him questions in terms of how did they make you feel? Did, mm-hmm. Does it does it change anything about yourself, what they're telling you? And a lot of times he mm-hmm. says no. Yep. Yep. Because he knows. Um, he knows. He, knows. he yeah. knows what is to be expected. And so yes. that those things can't can't penetrate. Exactly. Yeah. So I know we're getting to our time. I would love uh, for uh, personally, I I would love for our next chat to be experiencing love with others, our partners, mm. you mm. know, in, in our relationship. Giving yeah. love receiving love, giving self-love, like bringing it back to us, you know, yes. as, as adults and human beings, yes. <laughs> it's like, uh, we got the kids taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids out of the way. <laughs> back to my self-care. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about mom. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's talk about mama. This is, uh, I love it.